The family. The family is the factory from which people are made. It is the most important, the most fundamental part of our society. People, people are made. People are forged, they're nurtured. They're built into who they are by what they see, what they learn, what they understand to become natural, what they know about love, life, honesty. The family is the most important part of a society. Human beings are made by the family to which they are born. Of course, there are a number of things that affect who we become. That's a whole beautiful process. We should never underestimate, never underestimate the importance of a family. You see, relationships are a natural part of life. We have them for a number of reasons. Some of them we have, we're, we're born into them. They're thrust upon us. It's, um, it is without, without choice. Our parents, our siblings, those relationships are, from a young age, they are inevitable. The moment, the moment you are born, you essentially have a lifelong commitment, or what should be a lifelong commitment, with your parents. And then if you have siblings, you also have a lifelong commitment with them. And as we get older, those relationships, those relationships that we have, they over time should fill certain needs. They should meet certain needs that we have, such as our physical needs, our psychological needs, and our social needs. Those are the three big needs, which, well, social science says that our relationships are supposed to meet. And there are also some, there's a fourth kind of like existential need, like something that doesn't fall into a normal category, like spiritual need. Like some people need someone for that spiritual um, connection. But we're going to focus on the main three needs that a relationship is supposed to provide us with. Because there's a, there's a huge difference between our wants and our needs. Like, for example, there are two basic types of needs. There's the intrinsic need and the extrinsic need. So the intrinsic need are things that, um, well, as I just mentioned, the social, the spiritual, um, the physical, you know, the psychological need. 
And those are the things which we need to ask ourselves. Like, for example, when we're entering into relationships that are non-binding, relationships that, that we are choosing for ourselves. I'm not talking about mom and dad and your sister and your brother. I'm talking about friendships, life partners, you know, your best friends, your good colleagues. The relationships that we choose for ourselves, we need to consider if our needs are being met. <laughs> because our, our intrinsic needs are very important. And um, a number of issues, a number of, or a number of mistakes that we tend to make when forming relationships. And I'm speaking in a general sense because as you guys know, my track record for a relationship is not... I haven't been in a relationship in the past, what, six years? And when I was younger, I, I, attempted, um, I attempted what was seemingly um, two very... It's not that they were bad, but um, they didn't last very long. And I was very much immature and a child and then my heart and my attention nothing was into it and as an adult now and even as a researcher I find that a lot of us because we're not perfect we have so many things to do within life you know it's only a matter of time before we fall short in some areas of our lives like I am <laughs> I mean when we think about entering into a relationship with anyone whether it's a friend or even a partner, we need to consider, we need to really take the time to think about the needs that we're trying to meet. Not our wants. Because we may think we want some handsome, rich guy or something like that. But what we actually need is someone who's going to listen to us. Someone who cares about us as a person. Someone who's a friend who we genuinely have a good friendship with who sees you as more than just as for example someone who sees sees you as more than just a potential partner but someone who sees you as a really good friend and a really good person and cares about you beyond beyond just what a, a partner should care about I'm talking about someone who thinks about um, thinks about you in like a really, really emotional and um, caring, like a like a sister, like a a friend, like a mom. What what I'm trying to say is that in order for us to to build, maintain, and have healthy relationships, we have to understand what needs do we have. And what are the needs of the people around us? The people which we're trying to have these relationships with. I mean, there's another aspect. There's another type, sorry, of um, need. It's called the, um, the extrinsic. And that one is... Um, there. There's like um, personal extrinsic and like instrumental. It's when you kind of build a relationship in order to get something. Like it has a purpose. It's like you're using the relationship to achieve a particular goal. Like, for example, if I decide to have a relationship with um, one of my colleagues just to... 
And when I say relationship, I mean, like, not, like, man and woman together. I mean, like, just any type of relationship, colleague, friends, whatever it is. Um, if I decide to have a relationship with a colleague just because we both, for example, take the same bus, um, and then I could use that opportunity to get something out of that relationship. So that would be, like, an extrinsic need that I am meeting through that relationship. So the intrinsic, um, the intrinsic need would be something like intimacy, acceptance, love, security. But the point I was trying to get to is that the relationships that we have throughout our lives, the, the way in which we have relationships, who we have relationships with, relationships meet our needs and help us to define who we are. We become who we are as a result of the relationships that we have throughout our lifetime. The feedbacks from relationship impact who we are. They feed into our sense of selves. They feed into our subconscious. And over time, they affect us in ways that even we don't realize. We don't even, we don't even know. We, it, it becomes a natural progress. Our relationships from birth, from the moment you're born and your mom and dad tell you, you're so awesome, you're great, or they scold you all the time and say, you're so bad, you're so stupid, or they give you lots of hugs, lots of kisses, or whether they were neglected, they, they didn't spend enough time with you, whatever the relationship you had with your parents, and then your siblings, and then your teachers and your friends, the relationships that we have, they shape us into who we are. The feedbacks that we get from them, the way in which they treat us, how they they perceive us and what perception of ourselves they they give us and allow us to, to see the world and see ourselves. Our relationships and our relationships at home, our family, is what makes us into who we are. Healthy relationships build healthy human beings and healthy families build healthy societies. The quality of your relationship has a direct impact on your quality of life. So let's say, for example, whoever you decide if you haven't if you haven't decided already, or if you have, you know, whoever you decide is going to be the person that you're going to spend your life with, they're going to directly impact your happiness and everything regarding your life. They're going to, they're going to define your quality of life. Do you understand? I want, to, I want you to take a moment to really let that seep in. And I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying that we should begin to overanalyze and think too much and question our decisions. No, I just want us to be aware of them. It's very important to some degree to be aware of who we are and why we make the decisions that we make, and also how our past, our family life our relationships in the past, how they have affected us. How 
just how has your relationships with your family and the people in your lives affected you now the way that you think the way that you view the world what you consider to be good what you consider to be normal it is not just it is not just your own decision something some action from reaction some behaviors in the past led you to see life to view life to view yourself to view your expectations and your 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 fears and your hopes in the way that you do now that is life at play self awareness is very important but it should not keep you from enjoying life and striving to achieve and also relaxing at times and taking a load off and just i think as long as you know who you are and you have an understanding of who you are and also what you would like to be but it's also important for you to understand who you were and why you were the way that you were and why you are the way that you are right now it's important for us to evaluate the relationships that we have with the people in our lives right now to see what needs are being met just to fully understand even ourselves the relationships that we have with others are we the best versions the best person that we can be to the people around us who we are we are we are affecting them we are impacting the way that they see the world if we're kind to them they will think people are kind if we're harsh and cold they might think do you understand what i'm trying to say i'm, I'm trying to um it's a very simple way that i'm explaining it's much bigger than that but i just wanted you to i hope you can understand my meaning anyways there is something there's a lot going on so much um I pretty much just jumped into today's episode because um there's a lot on my mind. And before I get back to my jolly old good <laughs> emotional um hopefully cheerful and I hope in some way motivational um topics there is something that has been on my mind for some time. And I was kind of afraid to talk to you guys about it because I didn't want to bring down my audience no matter how small that may be you know it doesn't matter if it's uh, 50 of you guys here i don't want to bring my audience down i don't want you guys to be too melancholic or to think too much or to be depressed nothing like that i think you guys are awesome the fact that you think that you want to understand yourself more shows that you are already a a a stronger i'm going to say a stronger more intelligent more more i'm going to say um i'm going to say i'm going to leave it that intelligent <laughs> um a better a seemingly better no matter how slight slightly better version of yourself already but i wanted to talk about this topic because what we went through as kids 
growing up and young adults and te- as teenagers. But especially as kids, it shapes the way that we see the world. A number of times, and this doesn't have to apply to everyone, okay? Maybe they're just one or two persons that's listening or just no one at all. But I just, I wanted to talk about this topic because I think it's important for us to be transparent and honest about everything, not just the good stuff in life. I'm talking about our our childhood traumas or childhood things that happen, no matter how big or how small that happen in our childhood, that affects the way that we see the world, the way that we think, the way that we respond. It's important for us to acknowledge the importance of our family. Whoever you consider to be your family, whether you've got a mom or a dad or you've got aunts or uncles, whoever you consider to be your family, the, the type of relationship that you have with them is very important to defining who you are. It helps you. It grows you. It shapes you. It breaks you. It molds you. And it will continue to do just that. We transform, we change over time. We do not remain the same person. I am currently in Jamaica. <laughs> and that might be surprising to some of you guys. I, it took me like five days to get here and I'm here for two weeks. And there's just a lot going on in my life. I'm actually pretty exhausted right now. But I'm really looking forward to the next stage, the next step. I'm pretty, I'm pretty exhausted, but I'm happy because I feel like um, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm closing a chapter. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty grateful for everything that I've learned and everything that I've experienced. You know, I'm now the vice president of the the Jamaica Diaspora Ambassador Association in China. And as an ambassador of China for Jamaica, it comes with a certain level of responsibility and pressure that I'm eager to fulfill to help my hometown, my home country. In addition to that, I also feel like an outsider. I spent almost six years away from home and during that time I invested a huge amount of time into my studies and I studied a lot of different languages but I only speak Chinese and English fluently um, but I spent a lot of time studying linguistics and history and a whole bunch of stuff actually and now as a social scientist, as a researcher um, I've become too unfamiliar to the local language that they speak in Jamaica. So as a result, since I've been home, (laughs) I've been having a really hard time understanding most of the people around me, except for my immediate family. And sometimes they kind of speak Creole, and I have to, in a shy way, in a really embarrassed way, ask them, I'm sorry, mom, what are you saying? 
it's hilarious but um, when I first got here I, I almost cried because it made me feel like I essentially do not have a culture and I had to remind myself that my family is mixed and I shouldn't blame myself for not being able to fully to fully identify as a Jamaican I understand that um, it's it's more than that because my family is um, my family's Indian, black, smaller portions, Chinese and Caucasian. And um, at the end of the day, I, I was able to, I was able to appreciate that. But what I was trying to say about Jamaica is that after being here, I realized that I think one of the biggest issues not even like the socioeconomic status of Jamaica is relatively low of course it's a developing country and it's a third world country you know and what I realized after being here is just how poor um a number I'm gonna say at least half or a large percentage of the family relationship is like if we were able to fix the family in societies that would solve a number of problems you see families that turn out poor quality human beings I mean that with all love I'm taking that from a research point of view not to degrade or insult any person or any nation but families that have a poor setting and they turn out poor human beings. I'm talking about poor quality human beings. Those human beings, they feed into society and they, they create chaos, pain, destruction. If we were to fix the root cause of the problem, the quality of families, we would essentially fix a huge problem in our society and create a healthier environment for everyone. Healthy families more or less create healthier human beings who are more intelligent, who are kinder, who are more honest, more empathetic, who are not prone to committing violent acts or being extremely uh, I'm gonna say inhumane Um, people with less mental traumas because of what they experience during childhood absent fathers and you know physical abuse a number of things healthy families create healthy human beings and healthy human beings create healthy societies sorry I think I've turned today's podcast into a class uh, I didn't mean to do that I'm so sorry I'm going to give you guys something um, really funny to end off and wow there's actually something else I want to tell you um, so as I told you I'm looking forward to the next chapter of my life I'm in Jamaica for two weeks and then I'm going to finally go back to the States to finish my studies I've got one year left 
and I'm hoping to finish as quickly as possible because I can't wait to go home to China. I miss my apartment so much, and my family has decided because right now my my mom and dad they're officially、um, selling the house in Jamaica and completely migrating from Jamaica. The next time we'll be back in Jamaica is probably a couple years, and we're probably gonna have to stay at a hotel. <laughs> But、um, they've agreed to come to China, come back to China with me for a couple months,、uh, maybe six months or a year.、Um, But they have to get settled. They have to get settled in New York first, right? It's like no problem. So I'm gonna go to New York, and I'm gonna go back and forth Massachusetts and New York. When I'm in New York, I'm gonna live with my family, my mom and my dad, my brother, my sister, and、um, it's gonna be、um, hopefully a really beautiful time for us. And then we're gonna go back to. China together. We're gonna live there for, I think,、uh, six months or a year, and then they're gonna go back to the states, and I'm gonna stay at my home in China, because <laughs> I'm not so sure I'm comfortable living anywhere else right now. <laughs> I'm just too used. To, I I'm in love with my home. The only way I could possibly change my opinion or my my how do I say change my mind about living. Um, in China, is if I if I decided to be with someone who I'd have to compromise with because they make me happy, and essentially I just want to be with them. So as long as we can figure out a way to be together, I'd be okay. <laughs> Which brings me to something interesting.、Uh, so、um, I'm back in Jamaica and.、Um, And I'm really, really nervous and excited, and just out of words, the fact that I, I emailed.、Um, <laughs> I know you guys must be truly bored and like tired of me talking about him. <laughs> um, I mail. I emailed. I emailed. <laughs> I'm gonna say um. The love of my life, but I think when I say that, you guys think I'm joking. I'm gonna. I emailed. Sorry,、um, the person who is my. How do I say that?、Um, oh my god, there are just no words. Okay, but all jokes aside,、um, I emailed the guy, the man that I loved. I say that, and it feels it feels almost almost like the words are insufficient to describe how I feel. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with it. So I emailed him and I told him that I'm home for a few days, and、uh, hopefully, I'm not sure yet because unfortunately. The world is currently in chaos with the coronavirus, and the one thing I want more than anything is to see him. Literally, the one thing I want more than anything else in the world. <laughs> the one thing I want is to see him while I'm in Jamaica. And honestly, um. <laughs> 
I, 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 words, I, I just, I can't put into words how I feel. But not to spend all of your time wasting your time talking about myself. I'm actually really, really excited for the next chapter of my life. I'm really grateful for everything that I have and everything that I can hopefully achieve to help my country and to, you know, just to be, just to grow and to see what this change of environment, um, moving to the States for a year, what that's going to do for my character and, you know, my personal development and to see truly what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm excited and nervous. But um, more than that, I think I'm really excited about my ambassadorship and the fact that I can hopefully use my knowledge and everything that I've learned to help to help my country and countries alike. So um, I'm currently doing some human research while I'm here, trying to understand the people. And also, as I mentioned in you know most of my podcasts, I'm taking a look at the aspect of the family and really, really just how important that is uh but oh i'm i'm not gonna bore you guys anymore i think i'm sorry i think that today's podcast is really crap (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i just i've been truly um i've been so busy so 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 busy uh this month i wasn't even sure if i was going to be i was going to be able to put out a podcast i'm not sure i wasn't i'm not sure i was i was gonna have the time or the mental capacity, like the opportunity to really think about what's going on inside my head. And then I usually don't prepare, but there's a certain level of mental preparedness. I always like, um, I always know to some extent what I'm going to talk about. It sort of builds up over time, but there's just been a lot going on. You know, even being back home, um, I also have to pay attention to my own family. We've been having a lot of family meetings to get closer to each other, to relearn each other, um, to understand how much we have all grown individually over the years. And it's brought us so close and we just have so much love and respect and understanding for each other. And it's just, it's been a really like emotional journey just the past couple of days since I've been here. And it's, it's been so overwhelming in a good way in addition to that i'm also looking forward to this move it's a big change to just uproot my life from the past five years and just decide to you know actually yeah past five years because i was in canada before and then just go to america for a year leave my apartment and i still have work every single day i have to manage my company so i have been thoroughly overwhelmed thoroughly (laughs) but um i just wanted to take the opportunity to really just say what was on my heart or on my mind and what's been on my mind is just how important our family is and the relationships that we have with them and the relationships that we have with people who are in our lives and our society and I just I I hope that we can truly take a moment to understand and appreciate that and to be as self-aware and as open as you possibly can to learning more and just sorry again babbling (sighs) i'm gonna go and um oh i do have a little surprise for you i had a very small like pre-podcast sit down with my family and they're gonna teach you a few i'm gonna say jamaican slangs just so i just want to introduce you to my family a little bit so you guys can enjoy that and i will see you guys next month stay safe
business is concerned. And then right now, we have a small, I know, a family business. Yeah. And we, right now, I, we also travel as much as, as possible. As, as much as can. possible. And we try to be uh, united as a family. Yeah. If one person is hurting, we, we all try to, to help each other. Well, thank you so much for that. That was very, very beautiful. Um, there is uh, the second person I want to introduce you to, my brother. His name is um, Kevon. Um, he's my sister's husband. Um, truly, truly an amazing person. I'm going to, as I said, um, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Brian? All right. Good night, everyone. Um, there is something I want to preface before we start. Um, so in Jamaica, we tend to speak uh, two different languages. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I'm not so good at the local language, which is considered Creole. But I'm leaving the number one top shot for last. That's my mom. She's going to teach you guys how to speak Creole. <laughs> now, Brian here, um, he speaks both English and Creole. But um, I'm going to allow him to choose which language he wants to communicate with you guys in, okay? That's his choice. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> it's truly a pleasure to be on this podcast. <laughs> I am most honored to be here. And to be honest, listening to my sister on this podcast, it leaves me in tears. So know where she's coming from and where she's now and looking at the family I, I i feel blessed to be in this family i've seen so much being here um my wife who spoke earlier uh christina she's an amazing person and uh as as mona Mona, right? You can call me Kimona. Only Asia calls me Mona. Family Good. can say As Kimona. Kimona <laughs> um, stated earlier, I'm a police officer, so I'm more like the protector of the family. You are. And I always, you know, stand up for them. So whenever we are faced with rough times or any challenges, I'm always there. And my sister told you earlier that I am doing psychology and so forth. It's yes. something that is really good because it helped me to search myself and to be a better version of myself as well. So I can help others to reach um, their depth, understanding their self and, you know, in everything, there has to be transformation and this is truly a journey, a journey for the family. And what I notice over the period of time is that we we are only getting better. Um, the only thing that is constant is change. And from what I'm seeing is that we're changing for the better. Good? All right, so there you have it in English. <laughs> I cannot go without mixing it up a little. Let you know that, hey, we are yard man. I think I think they need a translation, Christina. Can you? I, I can translate it as well. Oh, okay. Sorry. So when we say, when I said, "Me a yard man," I'm saying I'm, a, I'm an original Jamaican. Good, and I love where I'm from. I love my country, and it is something that I deeply embraced the culture. The as you know, we're a tropical island, and our sunshine, the beach, it is it is really beautiful here. And it's 
it's a nice place to raise your family and uh, not only that we might have um quite a few challenges as it really is still crime and violence and so on yeah and we are we are working on that but we are working that and that as a group and as an educator myself as oh what i didn't told you um being a police officer i i am engaged in a number of things i i do general policing to include operations to include patrols um, station duties and now I am a instructor in which I teach others to become law enforcement officers and I'm seeking to elevate myself even higher and you know education is important to me and to teach the family, to the family yes education is important very important to us oh. and as such we can we, we constantly seek to improve and better be better versions of ourselves each day and that is what we're doing yeah and to all of you on this podcast <laughs> i am just hoping that you will seek to be better versions of yourself each day very good, good. Don't don't let your past, don't let what you've been through um, determine your future. But use it to be a stepping stone to elevate yourself. Alright? And we love you. We love you. <laughs> One thing, Jamaica, we're full of love. Jamaica, full of love. Which means that we love people easily. Yes. We are full of love. Mama said, One love. <laughs> One heart, let's get together and feel alright. Beautiful. That, that is a Jamaican artist called Bob Marley. Yes, research him. Guys, you can um, go on YouTube and check it out. Guys, um, that was Brian. Um, just truly um, breathtaking. There's something I want to clarify before we go any further. Um, I just want to let you know that Jamaica. Uh, as an island is um, truly a beautiful place. I know that you guys may be confused about a number of things, but my family is mixed with a number of things. Um, Indian, black, Chinese, and to some extent when we go back even um, Caucasian. But that does not divide us. We are very united. And um, in terms of what we're saying about Jamaica being a good place to live, but we have some challenges. We as a family, we are trying our best to help our country and our nation. And especially as an ambassador, I've started a number of scholarship programs, which I'm going to implement in Jamaica because the people of Jamaica are genuinely good people. They just lack the opportunity and the education that they need to really elevate themselves and to grow and to understand. And I just want to reiterate what my brother said, which was so beautifully said don't let your past don't let um what others say or think about you define who you are as my podcast and my motto says we are our choices do you understand don't ever let someone else define who you are even what you are right now only you can determine what you will be okay and um it's almost time for us to go because we've got family movie night tonight but i want you guys to meet someone very 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 special to me um the love of my life <laughs> i'm kidding um hopefully i will see him this weekend <laughs> now i'm talking about um, i want you guys to meet my mom
Mom, say hello. Good night, everyone.